0: You are Locked On Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody, and welcome back into Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me. Jimmy Stein, that's him. Jimmy, how are you today?
1: I am awesome. I have somehow beaten the Vegas odds. And I'll feel good and not hung over the day after the greatest sports day in the history of the University of Alabama.
0: You know, the only thing that could have been better would be a couple of things, I guess. If we had gotten like a big time commitment, you know, and if Auburn had accepted the invite to the Birmingham Bowl yesterday, that would have been the the topper. But anywho, um, Jimmy. What a day! So much to talk about. I mean, I don't. I don't even know where to start. Honestly, I mean, there's so much to talk about. But I do know where to start. We'll start with Sonos. Sonos is fantastic. Go check them out. S O N O S dot com. And always make us your first listen. We appreciate that. As my dog, uh, this morky Poo that my wife got years ago is barking. Occasionally, for no reason, because if something were to happen, there is zero she could do about it. She can't even dial 911. So I don't know why she's barking. <laughs> um, but Jimmy, uh, I went to the game, had an absolute blast. Uh, I, I actually also got to call the state championship games this weekend. Um, I got to call the 6A game, which was a ton of fun. We can talk about that later. Uh, but on a day, when Alabama wins SEC championship as an underdog and they defeat Gonzaga in Seattle as an underdog, I think we'll start there. Um, man, uh, first of all, we could have saved everybody a lot of time and just handed Bryce Young the Heisman while we were handing uh, Alabama the SEC title uh, trophy the other day, right? I mean that that was that that sealed the deal, right?
1: He won it going away. It reminds me of the time Paul Rudd won Sexiest Man Alive. It just wasn't even close.
0: That's, that's, a, that's, a, good, that's a good one. Um, it's not close. He was a magician. Um, and not only that, here's what people really need to pay attention to with Bryce. Um, you know, his throws were on target and amazing in this game. But then let's also add in the fact but that for the second straight game, he lost one of his main targets um that that's that can't be discounted right
1: no that's a huge deal as a matter of fact now two games in a row season on the line Auburn game on the line SEC championship game on the line he he loses J-Mo Williams for the second half of Auburn and now loses Mechie really for the second half of Georgia and still puts up those numbers wins the game uh unbelievable how unflappable he is and let's remember that was just his 13th start he's only 13 starts removed from modern day high school uh how bryce is doing this we also need to remember this until 2013 the only college football players who ever won the heisman were juniors and seniors no freshman or sophomores had won the heisman until like 2013 and now it's becoming almost commonplace, Bryce is probably going to be one of the youngest guys to ever do it. I think this could be wrong, but I think the youngest player to win the Heisman Trophy was Mark Ingram in like nine. I think he was the youngest. But I, I think uh, there's a good chance Bryce may be younger today than uh, Mark was when he won the Heisman in nine.
0: Yeah, uh, you're right. It's almost like if you're a senior now, um, I guess Joe Burrow notwithstanding, but if you're a senior, it's like, well, if you hadn't won the Heisman by now, we're not going to give it to you, <laughs> you know? But in this case, Bryce deserves it 100%. Um, but here's the thing. He, he didn't win the Heisman because of his accurate passing, which was accurate and awesome. And he set the SEC championship record in the first half and then the total game and everything. It, it was beautiful. It was gorgeous. Those those things were have won him the Heisman anyway. To me, he won the Heisman and not even on the pitch to uh, Brian Robinson, which had Gary Danielson almost orgasmic. It had me almost orgasmic in the stands watching it. I mean, we were like, oh, my God, that was amazing. But the the moment for me, w- w- there were two. After the pitch, he goes and gets a block. It wasn't a great block, but he only weighs 106 pounds. It was the the, the courage to go do it. And then – to regain the fumble he lost, and it was a fumble, but he regained it one-handed while one of those mammoths for Georgia was laying on top of him and three other Georgia players were fighting for the ball. He just wants it more. He's just – we need to celebrate him as much as we've ever celebrated a quarterback. I, you know, the, for the old school, it's Joe Namath and Kenny Stabler. Then, uh, for I guess my generation, when we were at Alabama, it's Jay Barker in the sense that all he did was win. And then it was, uh, you know, obviously AJ McCarron in a a sense, in a sense. And then you have Tua because he he broke the glass ceiling of um, of uh, quarterbacks, the dynamic quarterbacks coming to Alabama. And of course, then there's Mac Jones. Uh, just doing his thing and setting all these records, and everybody loves him, and now they love him in New England. He's a Tom Brady light. But but Bryce is is kind of another level. I mean, he can do it all, and he does it all in an underdog's body.
1: And on top of just the intangibles, you know, in his interviews that we see at Alabama and after the games, I mean, he's humble. He's smart. He, he he gives credit to everyone else. He's he's religious. Uh, he's uh, he's just like he can't be real, you know. Uh, yeah, I, I I you know I, I knew Bryce would be good. I was very confident that Bryce Young would be a good player. Uh, and even in that confidence, uh, you know, I didn't know he'd be this good. I mean, who, who could see that coming? I mean, he is the best player in college football and will be a landslide winner of the Heisman Trophy in his first season as a starter, as a true sophomore, who only threw 22 balls his entire freshman season. Uh, Again, he's just a very inexperienced kid doing this. It'll be amazing what he can do with the whole off season between now and next year.
0: Uh, There's no doubt. And look, there's so many other things to talk about, uh, but I do need to tell you about prize picks. And, And let me tell you, I played prize picks yesterday and it was fun. It was a lot of fun. I played it a couple times, but yesterday I was like, I'm going to do some things like take uh, Bryce Young uh, over on the yardage. That was easy cash. you know. Then there's take uh, J-Mo on the over too. And uh, that easy stuff. I mean, it was just so much fun. I love playing prize picks. You will too. Go to prizepicks.com. Check them out. Use promo code On. You get a 100% bonus match up to $100 at prizepicks.com. You can also go to their award-winning app. So much fun to play prize picks, you will love it. Go to prizepicks.com or use their award winning app, tons of fun, Jimmy. Um, other things that need to be said I mean, Bryce is the, the alpha and the omega of this thing, there's no doubt. Um, Brian Robinson being an absolute warrior, and here's, here's the thing Brian Robinson came in and did exactly what he needed to do, he played his role. Exactly. He came in, picked up blitzes like nobody's business. He got tough yards. We didn't need him to to be a burner. Number one, because he's not. But and we didn't need him to be a dynamic runner or catch a bunch of you know wheel routes and stuff like that. He caught a couple of passes, but um, he came in and did what he needed to do. And now he's going to get some much needed rest, which is fantastic. Um, he was awesome. Let me let me. I, if if this were a YouTube video, I would stand up and applaud. The offensive line. I really would. They they played their asses off. No sacks of Bryce Young. Plenty of time to allow for double moves by JMO. Um, Chris Owens in particular, I thought stood out. Uh, Cohen stood out. Uh, even Seth McLaughlin. Look, he was he was pummeled a few times on some runs, but you know what? All he had to do was get in the way and and make good snaps, and he did that. Um, I, I'm so excited about how the offensive line played kudos to uh, the, the whole offensive staff and, and everybody involved with that. Cause we've dogged them a couple of times this year, but they kicked ass in this game and they deserve applause.
1: Well, I would, uh, I would applaud, but I'm, uh, it's hard to do applause while you're uh, driving a podcasting, but uh, they do deserve applause. And the kid I really want to point out is uh, Seth McLaughlin, uh, the, the new center. I, It's not just that he got his position blocked well. He clearly did, or there would have been sacks and problems. He did do well blocking. But I think what Seth McLaughlin has brought to the offensive line is better communication, uh, better line calls. There seems to be less confusion. The guys look like they know who to block, uh, and and not just that they're getting a block, it's who to block. And And I think that has been a big problem for Alabama. Notice that in most of the games, that Alabama's offensive line has struggled it's been sec games on the road when you play teams that are good and the stadium is loud communication for that front is hard and and let's be honest we've really struggled with it that's on the coaches a little bit too but but boy did they fix it and and i think a big fix was, was Seth. Uh, i don't know that it's impossible for us fans to know that without deep dive inside scoop that i'll try to get for you guys but i that's just my observation is we're we're a lot more calm up front uh, there's less panic uh i i just think the calls are better and the communication's better and uh, we have a new center and and, and just adding two and two it, it, it's obviously that's the, that's the reason. So I'll be disappointed if we go back to Dow Court. Nothing against Darian, who I think is a good player and is still a young player and is going to get better and better. But uh, I, I think we just have a new center, and that's 56, Seth McLaughlin, uh, who's a redshirt freshman himself, and he's going to be around a while. And, uh, yeah, I think we got a center, man.
0: Yeah, I, I was really happy for him. Then on defensively, uh, Dallas Turner. Let me, one thing I noticed about Dallas Turner, he got a big sack, which was great. But he also on the big play to the uh walk-on receiver McCloskey for Georgia, number eighty-four. What's his name? McConkey? McClonkey yeah. Mc- McClunk- McClunkenstein. Something like that. Anywho, lad, um. Yeah, we we'll go with Dallas. Lad. Yeah. Dallas Turner almost caught him. Yeah. <laughs> he's, a, he's a freak athlete. Um, shout out, of course, to Will Anderson, had two tackles for loss. He didn't have his best game, but they focused on him. And um, he ended up getting a sack at the end, which I loved. And then his post-game press conference was fantastic. That dude's too full of Bama, which I'll always love. Uh, Will Anderson's going to go down as a favorite. Uh, DeMarco Hellams with a pick. Uh, And how about Jordan Battle? On the second play of the game, had a pick six in his hands. It was there. He dropped it. And then he ends up getting one anyway. That's awesome.
1: Yeah, you know, most of the time in in Alabama's games this year, let's be honest, most of the time, with the DBs, I have felt most of the year that the corners, usually 28-5, and five, uh, play pretty well. And the safeties, uh, they can struggle and, 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 and be a liability at times. Uh, I felt that all season long. In the Georgia game, the, the final big championship test, uh, it completely turns. I thought the corners struggled, might have had their worst game of the year, frankly, uh, in Kool-Aid and Joe before the corners because five Jalen Armour-Davis, he's out, hurt. But the safeties were spectacular. Uh, Jordan Battle had a fantastic game. Uh, He was great. Uh, DeMarco Helms probably played uh, the best game of his career. Uh, Daniel Wright was making plays. Uh, Just fantastic. Even Brian Branch at star. So uh, just a fantastic uh, performance by the Alabama uh, safeties after having some struggles this year. Uh, But, yeah, kudos to them. Jordan Battle and Helms especially.
0: Yeah, that, that it was so good to see. It. And I, I'm going to tell you something. Kool-Aid did not have the best game. Okay, there, there's no doubt about that. But I love that he was out there. He got the experience being in the Georgia Dome, playing against Georgia. He got – he's already – now he's already gotten the feel for, okay, I've already been toasted this one time. I mean, George Pickens just made a play on the ball. It was a great play. Pickens is a good player. He goes up and makes a play. Okay, you got beat. But you realize it's okay. I I can get beat. You know, I think that's part of it is some of these freshmen are just like, I don't want to get beat. I don't want to get beat. I don't want to get beat. But it's when they start figuring out like, okay, I'm going to get beat every night and again. But if I make a play, you know, I might be able to do something even better. And I think that's when they start really uh, coming into their own. So uh, I'm happy that he was out there. Um, I thought Trey Sanders played about as well as he could play. He had at least one big run that I remember. Um, Man, I mean, there's so many unsung heroes. Let me, let me say this, too. Georgia's got a bunch of dudes. They got some superstar badasses. And if we play them again, it, they could easily beat us. I, I still maintain that. Um yeah. But if if you told me I can have two players from Georgia's team, I, I love N'Kobe Dean. I love Jordan Davis. You give me their punter and that tight end, and I'll take my chances.
1: <laughs> the tight end. And, and, you know, and it is. I said, do have a quality punter, and uh, we had fair catch everything, and and that's fine. But yeah, the tight end Brock Bowers, uh, I would put him Luke on a very short list of best, most gifted football players we've seen in 2021. In terms of who are the true dudes we played against this season, he might be at the top of the list. He'd certainly be near it. He he is gonna. He stays healthy. He's going to make a lot of money playing this game. Kyle uh, Pitts was the highest drafted tight end in the history of the sport last year. I think Kyle Pitts went six to the Falcons. Brock Bowers, I think, could go even higher than six. Uh, he, is, he is a perfect NFL tight end prospect.
0: Jimmy, let me tell everybody about Built Bar. Go to built.com, get these delicious, nutritious Built Bars. I had um the key lime pie they sent the other day. It's awesome. Not it's not actual pie, it's just key lime pie flavored built bar, but it's awesome. You you want to if you go to built.com and you want to get some of these, use promo code locked on, you'll get a discount. Order the key lime. I'm telling you, it used to be carrot cake for me. I think they've discontinued that for now. It'll come back. But you want to get that key lime. I'm telling you, this was, I mean, it's like melting your mouth. It's so good. It's like a key lime. Three Musketeers bar. That's how good it is. They're covered in usually chocolate or some kind of white chocolate or some kind of key lime chocolate or whatever the hell that is. But go to built.com and uh, you will love these built bars. They're delicious, nutritious, good for a keto or a keto diet. You cannot beat them with a stick. Built.com for these awesome built bars. Also, betonline.ag. Betonline.ag is the place to go to get that. Bet in. You will enjoy playing on betonline.ag. You can bet on football, you can bet in live. Uh, while the game's going on, I'm watching the Dolphins and the Giants right now. And if I wanted to place a bet on the Dolphins or the Giants right now, I can do it at betonline.ag. So much fun. You can also play poker. You can play blackjack. You can bet on reality TV, bet on basketball. If you bet on the Tide against Gonzaga, lucky you. You, because you want to cash money. Go to betonline.ag. Use promo code LOCKEDON. Get a 50% welcome bonus. 50% welcome bonus at betonline.ag. I want to tell everybody? Go check out Locked On Bets. By the way, if you want to get on lock, BetOnline.ag, use Locked On Bets. Um, they will give you some tips that you will uh, you will absolutely appreciate when you win that money. Jimmy, look, we, we we got some time to talk about everything, but let's let's do some quick hitters. Um, number one, Mama will play Cincinnati at two thirty uh, on New Year's Eve in in Dallas. Uh, love the matchup. I. I mean, I think it's really good for Bama. I hope we don't go in there too cocky or anything uh, because they're not a bad team. They're they're not as talented as we are. I do think it's interesting at a time when we could use running backs. They have one of our transfer running backs in Jerome Ford who took off for about another 80-yard touchdown yesterday. Um, But, you know, I feel like this is a game Alabama certainly should win. Uh, They're already a 13-point favorite, I believe it is. So I feel very good about it. Uh, but uh, that's just the matchup, and we'll talk about that. We got about three weeks to, to talk about that.
1: Yeah, Cincinnati is uh, better than uh, than their name sounds. If, if you, if a lot of college football fans, a lot of Alabama fans, have probably seen that Cincinnati is good, and they know that Cincinnati is good, and they've been in the rankings all year. And you probably know that they beat Notre Dame, but but maybe you didn't watch Cincinnati a lot, or you don't know too much about them. But they're they're a physical team. They play physical on offense. They want to run the ball. They want to maul you a little bit. They have a very, very good dual-threat quarterback, Desmond Ritter, who will be taken high in the draft. Probably not a first-round pick, but a solid day-two pick in the NFL draft. Defensively, again, the the key word is physical. Uh, I made this point on Twitter a little earlier, uh, and the more I thought about it, the more accurate I feel it is. Uh, If you want to know what Cincinnati is, uh, I think they're Arkansas, and I mean that as a compliment. Physical, big-time effort. And, and with a few dudes, just like Arkansas had Traylon Burks. I mean, you can't say Arkansas has no dudes. They just play over their head. No, they got a, a few dudes, and Burks is as good as anybody you play all year. Cincinnati's the same. Desmond Ritter's really good. They have a first-round corner. They have a potential first-round pass rusher. Uh, they have several guys that are going to play on Sunday. So uh, Cincinnati is a good football team, I think a lot like Arkansas, that played up to within one score. Uh, just a few weeks ago. So uh, it's going to be a challenge. Uh, I hope our team uh, uh, doesn't rest on what happened in Atlanta uh, and, and just thinks, well, we're 14-point favorites over these guys. They're just going to roll over. Uh, that won't be the case at all. We need to show up in that semifinal ready to play a really good game and then uh, and then once again muster up our best performance of the year the following game uh, because we would need it, whether it's Georgia or Michigan.
0: Yeah, uh, you're right about that. And we look, again, we got a lot of time to dive into Cincinnati um, right now. I'm still on such a euphoric high from this game. I don't know what to do. And then what was great, Jimmy, I got very fortunate. I got a free ticket and a free plane ride on a on a jet uh, to the game, which was awesome. Um, but what was super cool, you know, it was just me and like 10 Bama folks. We were all – we were flying low enough to the ground where we were able to get updates. Some people had cellular service still, which was unbelievable. Um and so we were able to keep up with the Bama game and watch the Bama basketball game on the way home. And I mean, wow. I mean what can you say about that? Nate Goats, uh, I don't know what and I did not mispronounce that. That's his name from now on. It's Goats. Um he was he did a marvelous job. Shaq was incredible. Um JD, oh my God, J D. he he uh he broke through in this game So awesome to see. And in fact, let me say this, uh, Bama um, was far from getting any help from the officials. Uh, I'm not going to bitch about officials because I hate what people bitch about officials, but if you saw that game, Gonzaga was allowed to play a little bit rougher than we were, and that's all good because we won anyway, and I think that toughens toughens them up. So I think that's fantastic. Uh, We got Houston coming up Saturday night at 9 o'clock for some reason. And then a Memphis game where Memphis lost to Georgia and Ole Miss back to back now, ironically, but man, uh, what a weekend, Jimmy. I, I don't know what else to say. And on top of this all, um, I want to tell everybody, I'm not going to do it in this podcast. I'm going to do it later, but I have a story that I think is hilarious uh, that has nothing to do with Alabama stuff, but I'm going to tell it on this podcast. Do not let me forget. Um, I will tell you later on, but uh, yeah, I got, I got to tell everybody this story. It's great. And I'm just not, I can't, um, talk about it out of the day when we won the SEC championship game over the number one team, get the number one seed in the college football playoffs, and our basketball team beats Gonzaga on the road. I can't talk about it right now.
1: Well, uh, the one thing about Gonzaga, uh, Luke, that surprised me, and I was able to watch uh, well the whole game, but 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 definitely the second half, every second. And here here's I'm not kidding when I say this, and I never would have expected to say this. I'm shocked that Alabama won, but I didn't think. I mean. We're really good. So, but we were better than them. We looked like the better team. It didn't look like a fluke. It didn't look like it was that night that everything we threw up went in. We looked like we were a better team because it looked like we have more good players than even Gonzaga has. Incredible recruiting and evaluation and then getting the guys to play well together as a team. We we really did. it, It didn't look like a fluke. It looked like Alabama is a better basketball team than Gonzaga, which is amazing.
0: It, yeah, it is. It it was it, that was that was just awesome to watch too. And man, I, I'm 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 hoarse. Uh, I'm at a loss for words. Uh Nick Saban and his whole press conference where he said, Usually your rat poison is fatal. This time it was yummy. I mean, that's just so good. That's so good. Um I, I don't know what else to say. I'm I'm on Cloud Nine, I'm sure every Alabama fan is. And they should be. And again, I hope we approach the rest of this year like, Hey, let's don't, let's don't pretend this national championship is going to be given to us. We're going to just waltz to it. Let's, let's act like, Hey, we're happy to be here and let's, uh, let's just go ahead and win it while we're here. Yeah. I think that's, we need to act like underdogs more often a little bit. I think because when you do treat us like an underdog, the last three times we win by 17 points or more, which is just a bonkers stat. So, uh, Jimmy, that's going to do it for this episode. And uh we will be back tomorrow with another one, I can assure you. I I came home and watched the game after I got back from the game. And uh so I'm I'm just uh I'm on cloud nine, I'm sure you guys are, and until we talk to you again tomorrow, roll time. Roll time.